Hello, hello, all of my beautiful freaking people. Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. We are in to the 2024 restructuring of the show, and this is officially your first episode with me and my co-host, Mr. Unicorn himself. So sit back, grab a fucking cocktail, and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. Have you gotten a chapter six yet? <gasps> he did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh no, she didn't. Hello, Tamar Gazi. <laughs> Quite the intro. Hi. Glad um, to be here. We are officially doing one episode a month of uh, you and I, because apparently people are like, fuck Gabrielle. We want Tay uh, on the show all the time. Well, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, I, everybody wants you most of the time. It's just I'm a little little pepper to yourself. <laughs> I don't know where that came from and why. <laughs> it's about to get weird, guys. It's about to get weird. So what I want to talk about today, we're going to kind of start with just like our parenting journey the past 4.5 months and then get into, I, I need people to know you're not perfect. Gasp. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, you know, well, this could be very interesting. <laughs> Look, guys, it happens few and far between, but there are times where we, as a relationship, go through some shit. So we're yeah. going to talk about it because I want you guys to feel and know that we're human and we're normal and we're real. And even when you don't settle and find like the ultimate amazing relationship, which we both feel we have, yeah. there's still shit that comes up. Yeah, I mean, and th I mean, all, most of that shit that comes up is very necessary, and like, yeah, and usually your fault. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you seventy five, seventy five, twenty five. I'll give you. That. Um. Okay, but let's start with our parenting journey. Yeah. The last episode we did was like a month into newborn land, and right. now our child looks like a whole ass toddler, oh. and like is like eating purees and hitting the milestones dude, and doing all the really doing all the wild things. to like yeah. every time I look at him, I'm like, oh, wow, like we created you out of nothing. Mm -hmm. And now you're here and yeah. you're just like this whole ass person that like is ours. Yeah. Do and you still and look that at, looks like looks like us. Do too. <laughs> you still look at Junie and think that like, does that ever go away? No, it never does. You all it does lessen in that. The milestones change, obviously, but you're always looking at them going like, that's mine. But I wonder, like, I'm, I'm sure your mom still feels the same about right. you, you it's know, very weird. It's like I don't a, it fucks I, it's, with my brain. What, what's interesting is I don't think my dad thinks like that about me or my brother. What? Because he's Persian? No, or just because, because I think. <laughs> I maybe he's a it's a man thing or it's, I think he just doesn't really I yeah I guess I, that that's it's not a, really accurate I shouldn't do you think it's different for mouth. females I do like I think there's the... a, like a more of a motherly thing a motherly nature right. nature thing going on there I, I will say like the way that you look at stone and like I mean it's wild how yeah. do you feel about that child? I'm so in love with him. And I got to be honest, I, I, I was telling this to Junie, not just to kind of like make her feel mm -hmm. a part of it. I was like that with her too. Mm -hmm. I was like, so I wanted to just like eat them. I, they're just, I'm yeah, so in love with them. I always say that you teetered on the tightrope of being like a super 
sensitive empath and like a sociopathic murderer. <laughs> like you could have gone either way. You loved your like pets so much you could have squeezed them until their yeah. heads popped off. But like it went just on the other side to where you're very loving. <laughs> yeah, it went it went it went positive. Yeah. Um, Although now that you're sitting across from me with a mustache, like you 100 uh, percent look like a murderer. So or like some type of porn murder person. Yeah, yeah. a porn murderer. Well, if you could only see me. <laughs> it reminds me of that song. If you could only see me then. <laughs> okay. No, I'm so a we recently had a very COVID Christmas. Yeah, we sure did. It was our first. Stone had had a cold before, but it was just like a little run of the mill. Like, you know, I had to suck some snot out of his nose, like type cold. This was like full blown COVID, yeah. which was not fucking fun. And first fever. Yeah. First fever. And that's, a, that's a pretty that talk about milestones. Yeah. It know. was not fun. So let's, let's set the table a little bit okay. because w we were planning on having a non-COVID Christmas, of course, everybody healthy and everybody coming in and out of the house, like seeing Stone for the first time, a couple of people. My dad might, drove down right, from, from Taos, New Mexico. From and... New Mexico. Drove, yeah, over from New Mexico. Oh, okay. Geography. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then my daughter was supposed to come and be with us. I mean, it was a big thing. My and aunt was supposed to fly in from Kansas yes. City. Oh, my gosh. Have like a big Christmas and we all got sick. And Super me, spreader because, event. I'll call it right now. Well, it's because the Chris, the tree trimming party, which people read about yeah. in The Ridiculous Misadventures, which was the first time I brought you around any of my people. Right. And you showed up. And oh, I didn't even like, think about why that. Why aren't you dating him? And I was like, because uh, I'm no, heartbroken. They say, why aren't dying. we dating? And we're dating. Yes. Yeah, right. Why aren't we dating him? Like they were the collective yayas. Um, <laughs> and so it was that annual event that my mom has and lo and behold d wallace who has never had covid once was patient zero super spreader and like <laughs> was just walking around with her holiday cheer spreading yeah. covid to like yeah. fucking 20 different people Spreading including her grandchild she was beside herself like yeah, it, it was, was a, she felt was so bad besides the fact that like christmas is her favorite holiday and she was like devastated that it was a yeah it's true it that was i think the biggest part she had such a plan in her head to be all of us together and yeah. opening presents and just as we do every year so that was really bothersome to her it was a mess until it wasn't everybody kind of came out of it nobody really suffered well, there's still a couple people that are dealing with yeah, but it some, was, it was, some residual effects. It wasn't too terrible yeah. in the grand scheme. I feel like I got the worst of it because I couldn't take anything really because I was breastfeeding and I was like up with the baby so I couldn't sleep, which is what my body needed. But the saving grace of it was that you went down first. Yeah. So by the time you were coming out of it and Stone and I were going into it, yeah, like, I was you able were to able to like jump in. Like that meme where the husband comes home and the wife like, passes the baby like yeah. a football <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it's like bringing the pinch hitter in <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean there's a lot of that i mean you're you're queen bee and i just come in and try to help as much as possible no, stop well we made the best of it we were at least able to all be together except for junie yeah we had two christmases which was kind of cool i don't know guys i was pretty stoked I mean, yes, I, I don't want to make light of being sick because especially with COVID, a lot of people have lost their lives and family members, but this one wasn't that bad. None of us went to the hospital. Some of us went to urgent care, but none of us. And we uh, once we realized this is what we have and 
you know? It was like hunger down and watching Yeah, movies. we watch two movies a day for five days. And that's where, like when that happens, you just have to like close the doors. and. Well, normally I thrive in those situations. Not so much anymore when right. I have a baby that I'm juggling. No, there was some nerves that. definitely on, on everybody's part with that. But looking back, I think like maybe that's what the universe intended for us. Yeah. Anyways, we did to have a second. To slow the fuck down. Yeah, to slow the fuck down. Anyways, we did have a second Christmas with Junie. Yeah. And that was really amazing. So I think, I think one, all of, all we made it. one of the things that I'm taking forward into 2024, I didn't like do New Year's resolutions, but one of the things that I'm going to be conscious of is not having to fill every second of every day. So like we've <laughs> shut fuck off well i mean look at we're in the fourth day of the year at this point and like we gotta sit down and do a fucking podcast i have not like <laughs> taken a breath today yet <laughs> but i mean it's more so of like you know if we have help with the baby for like two or three hours not being like okay i have to do a podcast i have to sit down and write a chapter i have right. to do this i have to do this right. i have to do this like I oh should God, be allowed I to <laughs> I should be allowed to go to lunch with a girlfriend yes. or like lay down and take a nap or like watch a shitty reality show. Yeah. Like it doesn't all have to be go, 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 go. Like it will right. all get done. It's my type A self and I need to try and let a little bit of that go into it's this so year. I'm we're sitting in your office and I'm looking down at, at all of the trinkets. I'm like looking at the candle right when you said that. <laughs> I look at the candle, it says chill the fuck out. It's pretty <laughs> pretty it's pretty telling for me too i mean like you know it's interesting because i live somewhat of a not so high stress life mm -hmm. you know i mean but unfortunately when i get coachings that come in at random times or auditions like yesterday yeah. and we just have to push everything aside to like do tay's two auditions and it's right. like that kind of sucks and but you know well, this is an entertainment yeah, but we family. also don't we, work a nine to five so right we know, also don't we work we, we we are entertainment you, I, I do your auditions every once in a while too you want to hear an actor complain just give him a job right right <laughs> Some days I realize I have not eaten an actual meal and then panic at the thought of having to figure out what the hell to cook. When I tell you that Factor Meals has saved me and Tay during the newborn baby phase, I mean that wholeheartedly. They are delicious two-minute meals that involve zero prep, zero cleanup, and are freaking restaurant quality delicious. Sometimes we plate them out and pretend like we cooked it all of ourselves just to make us feel better about life, <laughs> but our stomachs are always thrilled either way because they are so good. Factor meals show up right to your door and they are super flexible with your schedule. You can order as much or as little as you need every week and there are so many different options to choose from, from breakfast, midday bites, and awesome dinners. It is less expensive than takeout, trust me, and my credit card bill, and dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Go to factormeals.com slash fmltalk50 and use code fmltalk50 to get 50% off. That's code fmltalk50 at factormeals.com slash fmltalk to get 50% off. I've always been kind of skeptical about custom beauty products, but I will say Pros was able to change my mind on that. Pros is custom made to order hair care and skincare that is personalized with a unique blend of ingredients just for you. 
I finally started self-love care in the form of dyeing my hair again. And their shampoo, anti-brass conditioner, and hair mask have really done wonders for my hair. The quiz you take is specific, so they really get to know what your needs and wants are. They even asked me about the climate where I live and how often I'm in different elements to get me exactly what I needed. Since I've been using pros, my color is holding better and my hair is all around healthier after the postpartum havoc that was wrecked on it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, pros proved that personalization works better than buying off the shelf. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they are offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash fmltalk. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fmltalk for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash fmltalk. If you ask Tay if he could only eat one thing for the rest of his life, the answer would be cereal. Full disclosure, I was first influenced by Miss Morgan Willette to try Magic Spoon Cereal, so when I found out I was going to get to offer you guys a deal on it, I was so excited because it is so freaking good. Magic Spoon has zero sugar, so we can not only have it for breakfast, but late night snacks, and it's perfect for the kiddos to get them a healthy meal without the sugar crash. I love their variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Made with wholesome ingredients and no artificial flavors or dyes. Big yay. It is high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Tay and my bonus daughter are cereal connoisseurs, and they are in love with Magic Spoon and cannot believe it's packed with as much goodness as it is. Go to grab a variety pack and try it today. I promise you guys will not be disappointed. And be sure to use our promo code at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash fmltalk and use the code fmltalk to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. Trying to chill the fuck out more. It's also not like we're just adjusting to life with a baby. Like we kind of went from having zero to two kids because Junie was living in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. We were having her on like summer break, winter break. We would go out yeah. there and visit. But like she moved back. Mm -hmm. And so we went like literally the week that she started school was the week Stone was born. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like and two children oh my here God. you are and, and sometimes junie's schedule is what makes it most yeah, hectic it, it it's is. like the baby like fucking like gets up like coos and does some tummy time and right. chills and like sucks on my boob right and goes back to sleep like junie it's like soccer and play practice yeah. and like you know her school is really fucking far yeah so it's the like driving in the school the is, is, is far but just can we circle back to that thing? Uh, you know, I mean, think about when we were at our last house. I remember before 
it was probably before I even proposed. Yeah. And we would just, we had nothing. Yeah. We, we were like, I mean, we're, we we're going to binge a show all yeah, day all and order Postmates Tuesday. three times. Yeah. On a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, you know, I had work. I was working, but there were certain days where I wasn't working and I wasn't going and finding shit either. No. I was just like spending glorious. time with you. It was glorious. It was age. amazing. Gone are the days. But I remember laying, <laughs> laying in bed like the Tuesday at one o'clock in the afternoon going like, this is going to change. Mm -hmm. And boy, did it ever to not one kid, but two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was. I was. Those thinking of about you that, that are the out there day. with multiple children, how are you doing? <laughs> are you alive? Yeah. Are you okay? I look at my friends that have two. Do you want to call in and talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I look at my friends that have two kids that are like young. Yeah. At the same time, right now, like Alex and Sarah, and I'm right. just like, are you oh, guys man. okay? I don't know. I we're kind of stoked. I got to be honest. Yeah, Ju Junie's a built-in babysitter, dude. Yeah, and and also like it's starting to get pretty comfortable with her in the house and him. Like, yeah, dude. Now yeah. like she's like, can I put him in the carrier? And I'm like, yes, you yeah. fucking can. Yeah. Go ahead and let me watch yeah. a half hour of TV while you walk around and like their, bounce their, with him. <laughs> yeah, or they're doing their tummy time, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up and go make breakfast because yeah. that's usually what's going or take on take a shit yeah well that that <laughs> yeah I've, you're like no those are still my mornings i reserve for that time. <laughs> yeah he's still asleep <laughs> um hopefully but it's been um i you know this it's been a life change it's but there's a, like so many like flip sides of it that yeah. are none of it so matters wonderful. i mean this, we're so in love with this sorry thing. to be Jesus. like cryptic as fuck but there's this um feature film that I'm like working on producing and one of the lines it's very much about like becoming a mother and like all of the things that comes with that and there's this like scene with these two women and she one's thinking about having kids and the other has two kids and he, she's like yeah but he's like the light of your life and it's like the best thing you've ever done right and she's mm -hmm. like yeah except the light it's like in Alaska when it's 24 7 <laughs> and then you're like what the fuck can I like turn the shades off for <laughs> right, right can I just dim it <laughs> yeah so it's been a life change but it's been good recently we had a little i wouldn't even call it a tiff yeah a little, a little speed bump yeah we're gonna talk about it yeah okay so our schedule that's been working really well with us first of all stone normally sleeps like a fucking rock star but he has been going through the four month sleep regression he also got his helmet for his little flat spot he started eating purees mm -hmm. he had covid so it was like take your fucking pick as to like what disrupted this child's sleep right. but he is now getting up two to three times a night again to fuss and feed and do the whole thing. So and also keep in mind going into this that we also were sick. Yeah. And we also were coming in and out of like COVID flashes and yeah. shit during this. Not feeling fantastic. Yeah. So Just what's always the stage. Okay. What's always worked really well for our relationship in our schedule was I do the night feeds because he's on the boob. So I'm like, what's the point of having Tay be up and like tired? And then uh, whenever Stone wakes up in the morning, Tay takes him for like two to three hours and I can then sleep longer. Mm -hmm. And this one night, man, he I don't know what it was, but he went from like waking up and cooing and kind of like fussing a little bit to being like, hey, mom, I'm awake to scream, cry zero to 100. The world is fucking ending if you don't pick me up right now, like mm -hmm. screeching. 
And it's so jarring to your nervous system when you're in a REM sleep and you get woken up like that. You yeah. don't, don't, I don't, don't agree. Uh, no, you, no, I, I know. I was, right I was going to say, <laughs> say, yeah, I don't really know that. I, I said, yeah, and you were right on me. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Anyways, so he got up. I was dealing with it. And normally he eats and then he'll go right back down. He wasn't going back down. It had been like an hour of me trying to put the binky back in and him hitting it out and like da, 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 da. And finally, Tay rolled over and he's like, are you okay? I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And so Tay trying to help jumped up, got the baby, took him in the other room. Unfortunately, when I'm like hearing him scream and cry, I can't just be like, cool, tap out. I'm going to go to sleep. It's like it's too difficult for me. And like my adrenaline is then pumping and it's just a fucking mess. Anyways, we got up. We were up for like an hour together that night. And that was like a rare occurrence um, because normally we have the schedule down pretty good. And well, and also normally he's not up for that long. Yeah. Like um, he was going through something. And you just had a little bit of a toot. I did. Which like, I I'm get. Not, I'm, I'm, I, and, and look, we haven't really discussed it either. We no, did. A, we did. Yeah, we discussed the next, it the next morning, yeah, which is but, what we're going to talk about too. Yeah. But I did. And I'm here to admit that. I was, we love a man yeah. who admits the toot. Yeah. I mean, look, we, you've had it. You've I've had, had it an multiple attitude times. And I had it all... a few days before I came out and yeah. you said something and I kind of like gave you gave a look, look of oh, death. And, I let and you know Tay got that. really upset with me. And I was like, dude, you got to give me a little bit of grace. Like I'm not fucking sleeping and sleep deprivation yeah. is like how they yeah. should torture people. No. And I do go into it knowing that I always have to give you the benefit of the doubt because you have done so much women in general when they're going through all of this you have to just be like just take all of the would not be rating because you're not you're fucking not like that but you know there's hormones there's things going on that i you have to as a man understand going into it with that being said i i've done fairly well like managing that which has been pretty moderate mm -hmm. and also managing my own kind of own issues with parenting and my own struggles, struggles with change. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had attitude. We all do. Every single person listening to this has had attitude at one point or another in their life. Warranted or not. Warranted or not. And, and has been, you know, it's a, it's a matter of when you know you have attitude to stand up and be like, sorry, dude. Yeah. I fucked up. Anyways, go on. So then the next morning when I got up, you were like super grouchy pants because still you hadn't slept for like an hour. And I was like, <laughs> oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. And so that morning was New Year's Eve day and we went to a yoga class. My mom came over to hang with the baby and Junie. I wanted to take Tay to a yoga class for his back and also just so we could kind of like chill the fuck out as the candle says. <laughs> right. Um, and we got in the car and we started talking about it. And I was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you're a little grouchy. And like, so when I have some attitude in the mornings, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just need a little bit of grace because mm -hmm. you're experiencing a mild version of what I've been experiencing night after night. And you were like, I want to help. I want to be able to get up and help you in the night because obviously you're struggling. And I was like, but if you get up and you have an attitude, it's not worth it. And I'd rather do it alone. Right. And that when I I said that I saw something really click with you and you were like, oh, that fucking sucks. 
yeah, if you're gonna like not gonna call on me because you're worried about if I'm gonna be in a bad mood, that's shitty. Yeah. I hate that feeling. Yeah. I'm gonna do everything I can to change that feeling. Even there's a lot of things there yeah. that to unpackage within my own self to understand why there was those feelings. But but yeah, that is no Well, I think it's frustrating for I know it's been frustrating for you. I've seen it with other of my friends' husbands too, that like sometimes they just need mom. And that's yeah. really frustrating. It's like you don't have a boob, you can just stick in their mouth. Yeah. And like then they're like, okay, cool. I'm I'm chilling. And that must be really frustrating. And I understand that. Yeah. And I mean I dealt with that too with Junie. Yeah. Because like, especially for the first eight months of Junie's life, I was kind of the caretaker while her mom went back to work, which mm -hmm. was being a teacher. Yeah. So that was rough to be with her all day and do this and then, you know, have her struggle certain times. And then right when her mom comes home, it's like, and this yeah. is the same, same principle. Yeah. And yeah, that is tough. I wonder if I'm a little desensitized to that because of Junie. Right. And it's not because I know there's a big postpartum thing for men. Oh, sure. Yeah, because they go through this weird thing that they see that it's almost they feel like the third wheel. Right. I know. I even, that's I'll never, give you a boob too, babe. It's all right. <laughs> well, that's never been a thing for me. I'm no, not really like. the thing that I saw you deal with was like you got depressed when you had to go back to work after a week and you were like, wait, this yeah. is bullshit. I want to be here hanging out yeah. with everybody. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that has a goddamn thing to do with, <laughs> with a baby. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'll go back to work. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. So we ended up discussing it and then like went about our day, had a really great New Year's Eve. And oh, can I just say that we actually ended up discussing it and actually ended up getting into quite a bit of an argument mm -hmm. on the way to yoga. Yeah. And then begrudgingly, I made up because I was still kind of bitter. I don't know. I, there was something about me at that moment. I was like sleep deprivation. Yeah. And I was going through. <laughs> yeah. I was just. Not a happy person yeah. for that 12 hours. I don't know what it was. And yes, it has to do with sleep deprivation and has to do with you being right. You know, there's some of that. percent of the time. Fuck off. <laughs> I love you, but fuck off. <laughs> um, it has to do with you being right. And that's like, me not always an easy pill to swallow. And I think I was just like being a little baby. Yeah, I think okay. I was being a little baby. We're all allowed to have And anyways, lines. during, so we go into the yoga and I still had like going into yoga and it was mm -hmm. yoga. It was yoga that in the middle of yoga where I started stretching, sweat started coming out and I was like, then I started giggling mm -hmm. and then I looked at you because I started thinking about you. And then that was for me the moment yeah. where we said sorry or I said sorry, but it there was nothing said. You said sorry with a namaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and a like smile and a little giggle while we're doing yoga. Well, so what I appreciate though most about you is that after yoga, when you apologized and then I apologized for like my part in it, what I appreciated the most was that night was New Year's Eve. We had some friends over. It was a lot of fun. We had some wine. We went to bed at like 1230, which like was the uh, right after the first time that Stone woke up. <laughs> and, and side note, that's the first New Year's we've made we, in, like, we, we, in like a couple of years. <laughs> We're usually in bed well before that. Um, And it was he was up like a good amount that night, which was tough for me. And then in the morning, he got up around six ate a little bit and went back to sleep. And I woke up at 930 and was like, where am I? What planet am I on? And what year is it? And I get up and I come outside to our living room. And Tay had been up for three hours and put all of Christmas away. Like every decoration took all the ornaments off the tree. The tree was outside. Like the boxes were gone. And like the house looked like Christmas had never thrown up on it. Mm -hmm. And if this man does not know my fucking love language. Oh, I know what your love language is. I mean, is. it was so deliberate <laughs> of like, I'm going to do this because I know she wanted it done a day ago. Like the second Christmas is done, I'm like, it's been fun, but like, give me my clean house back. And to wake up to that without asking you to do that. And then you were like, give me the baby, go take a shower. Yeah. Here's a cup of coffee. And because like, I knew I was being a big baby. A big yeah, brat. but like it wasn't the and, you fucked up, so now do this. So like I'm like you know forgiving. It no. was like genuine yeah. and like so. I think I'm still saying thank you once a day yeah. for doing it. Yeah, you deserved it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you were so shy there. <laughs> so the main through line of all of it is like shit's gonna happen you have to give your partner grace and you have to communicate about yeah. it when it bothers you yeah i mean i think that forget parenthood that's relationships no, yeah. 101 is like you have to communicate you have to let somebody know when some they're doing something that is not making the person feel good yeah but if you just communicate it you, the person on the other end has to be receiving of it mm -hmm. and has to be willing to make a change even if you know, they have to be willing to change what it is that's bothering the other person. If you can't get past those changes, you're going to never make it. Yeah. All right. So now is the point of the new structured show where we're going to start <laughs> taking some listener questions. Oh, I do this on the solo episodes. I read like their FML stories, but okay. this is going to be more like their relationship cues our advice on right. certain subject matters. Okay, right. Are you ready? Is it rapid fire? No, no. It's just <laughs> like I'm, like I'm going to read it and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> How to deal with people who don't think you and your partner are ready to have kids if it happens. Whoa, whoa. I got convoluted. Okay, how to deal with How what? do you deal with people who don't think you and your partner are ready to have kids? Okay. Well, if you don't think you're ready to have kids, then No, no, no. If people around you don't think you and your partner are ready to have kids and you're like, "We're going to have kids." And they're like, "You guys aren't ready for that. You shouldn't be parents." Oh. <laughs> Look, if it's people who you value their opinion in any capacity, mm -hmm. just make sure you're looking into why they might be saying that 
whether it's like financial stability or like if you don't have your shit together. Mm -hmm. But if it's people that like are just giving opinions out like fucking assholes, then fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. But yeah. I will say it depends also on how close that person is to you. I mean, if it's just yeah. really nilly, and if you value their opinion, if you value their opinion, yeah, it's very important. But um, also, I would say don't ever have kids to fix a problem. I have seen so many people be like, "Well, we've just been fighting a lot, or our marriage is stale, or our relationship got boring, so like we're gonna have a baby." Oh, and that's like, only that's gonna, the worst fucking. It's thing only gonna that magnify everything yeah. and eventually and probably sooner than later end that whole yeah. relationship and make it miserable for the kid yeah. i hear stories from my friends and i see situations and like different videos and stuff and i'm like i don't know how i would be doing this which and i think i'm doing a pretty good job at it and we don't have it hard by any means i don't know how i would be doing this if i didn't have a partner who was so like in it with me and does as much as you do well i mean yeah no and a lot of people don't have that i know and i think that's a big problem you know i you have to want to be in this yeah and you know it it brings us back earlier what i was saying like i was going through my own things that night and every everybody goes through different changes when they're going through parenting things but i don't think like this stuff makes me happy Like I live for all of the family stuff and all of it's what I, when I was a kid, this is what I was envisioning. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, of course I'm always going to be a part of it. Yeah. I, I just think that back to the question, I guess, if people are trying to say like, you guys aren't ready to have kids only you and your partner can come to that decision, mm-hmm. whether it's time, whether it's not time. I don't know if you're ever really ready <laughs> for parenthood. No, and it could be a little controversial to even say that, but like, like guys, there isn't going to be the perfect time. Right. Like there's always going to be like, well, should we have more money or maybe, maybe let's get through this one job first. And it's like, look, when it happens, it's going to happen Yeah. and you're going to make the best of it if you are that type of person and yeah. ready and, for that. And whenever people are giving you opinions that you don't agree with, you have the right to say fuck off. Mm-hmm. I agree. Point blank period. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Hooking up with my ex, whom I am still so in love with, only for him to reveal he has a girlfriend. Your ex is an asshole. Yeah. Done and done. (laughs) He's a cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, guys, like, if you haven't read The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl, like, you know that never fucking ends well. No, it doesn't. But I feel bad for her because, like, she's in love and she was back then. And, you know, maybe there's that little glimpse, that little window of, like, maybe he is. Yeah, I know. Hi, I'm a prime example of that. Shut the fucking window. There's no glimmer of anything. (laughs) Look. I know. But if if he's doing that to, if he's doing that to his girlfriend now, even though you are, you know, his old, his first love, then... No, fuck that. No, he doesn't love cheating. you if he, he just wants he's to have cheating. sex with you. He's you should cheating. bail and you should also tell the girlfriend. Fucking that sucks. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, sucks. Dude, he's, he's save a cheater. her from like God what damn, you already dude, went why through. Why do fucking so many guys cheat? Well, that's why so many people call you the unicorn because mm. there's so many men that are just fucking assholes. But there are a good... I was talking about this with Morgan on the podcast the other day. Like, There are so many good men out there. You just have to 
heal your shit to attract the good men into your life. That's right. And find them. Yep. Assumptions or taking things personal when you're in an argument with your significant other. And how do you recover from an argument? So assumptions are taking things personal when you're in an argument. And how do you recover from an argument? Tay and I in therapy, we've done a lot of work on fighting fairly. So that's really like knowing your triggers with your significant other. It doesn't even need to be with a significant other. This can be with like any person in any capacity. Knowing your triggers with the per or the person's triggers that you're in an argument mm-hmm. with and steering clear of them. Yeah. So like, for example, this is like so silly and minuscule, but Tay and I get really triggered when the other person mocks mm-hmm. the other person. So like if they repeat a sentence that they said yeah. and they do it like in the way of oh. like how they were doing it when it was said <laughs> it's like that is really a, so- a like a bad spot for us so we made a pact in therapy when we discovered this like to never do that there's even been times where like we've been in an argument and i've been like can i show you an example of yeah. how you said that like i'll mm. ask permission before i do it so it doesn't mm. cause a trigger so i think though to pay to piggyback on that you have to actively be in therapy so you're getting into those discussions soon after yeah. you've gotten into that because what happens a lot in a lot of couples and in a lot of relationships is yeah they go to therapy but it's once it, it it wasn't regular enough for them to establish a certain rapport when it comes to miscommunication and arguing right. and, and stuff like that. If you don't go regular, see, we don't go regularly anymore. We're, yeah. We go every once in a while when stuff is because we did go regularly and we've established the ground yeah. rules. It's kind of like you need a toolbox with what whoever right. your partner you. is so that when you get into those arguments, you can be like, hang on, let me grab the right. hammer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one needs a screwdriver. Pry bar. Um, So, yeah, I would say knowing triggers, steering clear of them, fighting fairly. Yeah. And argument recovery, like what we do most is like Dale come up to me and be like, hey, can we be friends again? Yeah, I do that. (laughs) And like trying like breaking the ice to like come back together in like a happy laughter moment always helps us a lot and sometimes understanding the other person needs a little bit of time to cool down and like you can't fix it right then and there which is really difficult for type a people right and this might be a little controversial or not easy to hear but like look if you are constantly getting into these arguments or fights and there isn't a comeback period soon after and it's getting to be troublesome like that's not the right relationship like you're supposed to want to be with that person and find out their triggers and learn about what makes them tick and why they do certain things and want to change yourself in relation to that. It's very important. You cannot just constantly go through relationships fighting. Yeah. No. And you want to be with someone who wants to make the next fight less shitty and wants to like grow with you and find solutions. Look, I would never be in a relationship with someone who wasn't down to go to therapy if something went wrong. Right. That is a hard fucking stop for me. So if you are in a relationship or a marriage and your significant other is like therapy is for fucking wimps, da 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 da. I would seriously have a sit down conversation with that person and like try and show them a different way to where they can open their mind because I don't think that all things can be solved without Mm -hmm. a third party to like help guide sometimes yeah like 
can 80% of them be solved? Sure, totally. But there's always going to be yeah. a percentage where you're like, we need a fucking outside yeah, perspective. Yeah, we have complete to, disagreement yeah. on this and somebody needs to solve the problem. Yeah. You know, and, and, it's, and people it's, need to both be open to that to be yeah. able to do that. Okay, this is kind of a long one. I've just learned in marriage counseling that my exhaustion can be attributed to emotions that are not acknowledged by my partner. Unreciprocated emotions of our children that are not seen, acknowledged, explained, received, or reciprocated. So I've learned in marriage counseling that my exhaustion can be attributed to emotions that are not acknowledged by my partner. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. that totally fucking tracks yeah, I mean, imagine if like day in and day out, it was going to be like that night. Yeah. Where it's just like, I don't give a shit about your, I'm like, I got to work tomorrow. Right. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's never going to work that way. Yeah. You, yeah. So I would say that how to rectify that is when those emotions come up that you feel aren't being acknowledged, you guys decide on a rhetoric of how you bring that up that's not going to trigger the other person instead of like, this is one of the times that you're not like validating my emotions and da da da. It's like, hey, babe, I love you in this moment right now. This is the emotion I'm having and I feel like it's not being acknowledged. Can you help me feel better around that? Yeah. Like you guys have to figure out a way or like whether it it's doesn't like doesn't seem like a partnership. Whether it's a jar that you go put like yeah. a note into, like some some oh, way that you both agree on that you can tell the other person, like, hey, this is one of those times without them feeling like they're being accused. Well, and, and interestingly enough, back in we bring the therapy. Like what what well, that makes it so much easier just right. to have that third party there. And so you can all talk about it. Here's the problem. Mostly it's men. I'm not not all the time, but mostly it's men just being too fucking stubborn and too strong and hard to like accept that somebody else could be right and it could be a woman. Right. And open the doors for that. So therapy. Go fucking talk to somebody else about that. Yeah, therapy 101. Big 101. advocates of therapy over here. And the last question is, how do I get out there after not being in a relationship? So like getting out there again after being single for so long. Uh, yeah, I'm curious as to how long I would be. I think it's, you're like, I don't know. How do you do that? I've never been single in my life. <laughs> well, coming from yeah, I'm a serial monogamist. Here's how I would do it. I just try to just jump in head first yeah i mean there's no right or wrong way yeah, to do it i yeah. think that but sorry to interrupt but doing it yeah is there is a wrong way of doing it and that's not doing it right right and that's unfortunately i don't know the numbers but maybe 70 percent of people and women who have been in a relationship then not then been single for a while and bodies change and things happen and then all of a sudden they're like no I'm not I don't want to and that's where it becomes yeah really difficult so doing it sooner rather than later not before Thank you're you. ready but yeah. not letting too much time pass yeah. because you're like oh I don't know how to go about doing this yeah and that's like finding friends that like want to go out to like social events I'm not saying you have to go like bar hopping but like go to like yeah. one of those like fucking paint and drink wine classes yeah or like exactly. go bowling like go do things where you can meet other people yeah if it's so weird that you say that I'm so sorry I was looking at concert listings just while the while while Junie was at the dentist 
and like what can i take junie to go see and like fun bands and i was like looking at all of these events happening yeah. around here and then i saw one that was like a reggaeton thing and i was like god if gabs was single she'd probably <laughs> like go go to that one and like meet somebody and like that's how you do it yeah or like salsa clubs or yes. like things where like they're set up for people to interact and be social um there's a million and one things to do and ways to do it it's literally stepping foot out the door yeah it's doing it and i understand sometimes people don't have many friends yeah or so book you, a solo trip like go yeah do your thing yeah but we want to i want to try to come up with practical ideas for somebody who doesn't you know just go just Get out the door. Yeah. I think and it's outside like, of your comfort zone. Outside of yeah. Start definitely doing. branch out of what makes you comfortable. Go yeah. Yeah. Go to a roller skating rink. I don't know why I just came up with that. Oh my God. Thank you for being here for <laughs> our that first episode, Tay Jean. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, this was fun. If you want to come stalk Tay, because uh, you'll be hanging out with him once a month now, uh, you can find him on Instagram at Tay Margazi and you have to go pick up your daughter. So goodbye. Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> it took us like so long to get through this episode. Stone woke up. He was crying. I had to give him a boob. The dog started barking. We had to bring him in here. Like it's a fucking circus at our house. So just so you know, <laughs> even though we might look like we have it all together, we're flying by the seat of our pants. I love you guys. I will see you next week. All right, FMLers, if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast app. And if you're loving the show, drop us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Gabrielle Stone or the podcast page at FML Talk Podcast. For all the merch and books signed personally by me, you can shop the FML line on eatprayfml.com. And as always, have a fucking self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.